it is a bonus episode. We're we're going to just give our quick NBA playoff predictions. Why not? Um, we we gave you all ours at the beginning of the season. Now we're going to revisit that and uh, touch on a little bit. Hopefully, of, we fare better this time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lakers didn't didn't work out as we hoped. But yeah, but. let's uh, let's go ahead and um, jump into it. on your uh, NBA playoff prediction? <laughs> I know, right? Do we want to go down this this road? Well, yeah. I mean, we have to redeem ourselves, I guess. Well, I mean, I picked a rematch. I picked Bucks, Bucks over Suns again. I'm still rolling with the Bucks in the East. I'm not, I'm not sold on the Suns. And it's dangerous to say that, considering they are the defending Western Conference champions. And they, you know, obviously haven't lost anything. If anything, they're Probably a little bit better, you know. Another year together, uh, stronger bench. But I, uh, I don't know. I've just I've seen this this happen so many times uh, in, in in the NBA in particular, where you have these juggernauts in the regular season. You know, great systems and 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 then the regular season performance just doesn't translate. You know, like the Mavericks when they got taken out by an eight seed or this, all those Suns teams that put up All those Suns teams. Even exactly. the Pacers teams. Exactly. All those Suns teams from like the 2000s and Steve Nash. And I just, I'll believe it when I see it, um, but I just feel like it's, uh, it, it feels like that to me. I mean, um, two, up 2-0 in the finals last year, you almost freaking saw it. Well, and then they, but then they collapse and they collapse and they collapse because you, you know, here's the thing. It's seven games. It's a seven game series. And that means something. If it's a one and done, if it's a tournament style, like NFL or what have you, then it's different, but this is seven games. So it's like, you have to really handle the pressure of the moment, right? You have to be able to live with it. Like you have to be at game three on the precipice, like on the cusp, and you have to go and take it. You have to take that win. You have to deal with all the resistance that the other team is coming with. You have to yeah. really want it. And and I just, I don't know. I don't know. This is what happened last year. Giannis, right? His will became stronger at a certain point. That's what you get scared of, right? Because the best player on the court if the Bucks and Suns were to play again is going to be Giannis. And can he score drop 50 in a closeout game again? That's right. How are you going to stop that? So wait, are you picking well, the Suns out of the way? No, You're not picking the Suns. I, 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 don't, like. I, don't, I don't think so because I think last year the Western Conference was a bit gimpy, you know, with all the injuries, right? Mm-hmm. To teams like the Warriors, teams like the Lakers, and I kind of and the and the Clippers, frankly, right? So I feel like the Suns kind of they they skirted through, right? They they kind of got the, by on the healthy Kawhi gets the Clippers uh, into the finals that year. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think that certain certain things could happen. There's a lot of confident young teams out there, like Memphis, they're hungry, you know, Denver, if they get some, you know, Jamal Murray back. And there's a lot of these teams out here that they are really hungry. And let's hear it. Their defense is, the defenses are crazy. Like anything could happen. I just feel like anything could happen this year in the Western Conference. I really think that the Western Conference is up for grabs. On the other hand, I think... I know what you're doing. I think the East, I think this is... I think Milwaukee's got him. I think Giannis, when I see him out there, I see a dominant player on both ends of the floor. 
the likes of like, you know, we're talking about, dare I say like, you know, Shaq and like Shaq, Kobe Lakers. Like, it's just, I mean, there's no Kobe, but it's like, he's just so dominant. Right. And, and at a certain point where he's man on both ends, he's not taking no for an answer. And I just don't know any other player out there. You throw in bead, throw whoever out there, you know, the, you know, the Jokic, throw him out there, man. It's, he's not, He's 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 coming out on top. Talk about an MVP race. I think Giannis is having the best statistical year of his career, and he probably won't be in the top two of MVP voting. I mean, he might get my vote. Who do you like? That's a tough one because I, I. If you had a, a, a vote hypothetically, what would what, what would this what would it be? Jokic, two of his other the two best, the second and third best player on that team have been out all year, and they're what five, six seed winning record. And he's just so well-rounded. He, I think he leads the league in all the advanced metrics. Sure does. You got Joel Embiid, who's probably the most like physically dominant, I would say, post player, obviously. Um, just strictly in the post. Who's essentially putting a team like on his back that has probably had the most drama we've seen in a while their second best player who we talked about on this podcast already wasn't playing ends up getting, so they had that lingering over them the whole year and then ends up getting traded and bringing in James Harden, who may not quite back, be back to his normal self just yet. And he's leading the league in scoring slightly above LeBron and pretty much dominating statistically. And then you got Giannis who is also having an amazing year. I don't know. I think Giannis is the best player out of all three of them. I would take him. Um, but the most valuable player this season may be Jokic, who just won last year. Um, I, I, I guess I'm biased against people. I don't know. MVP, you know, the term most valuable. I, I, I think there needs to be more clarity and definition. At the, if Milwaukee the gets the two what seed, that really mean? I might have to go with Giannis, though. Because here's the thing, like, is not, a lot of people don't, don't know who Jokic is, right? Like, casual basketball fans may not be very familiar with his body of work. And when I think of value, I think of marketability just as much as I think of, you know, performance on the court and obviously winning goes into that. And a lot of things goes, goes into that. And Jokic doesn't necessarily have all of those things, you know, in terms of just, just, you know, sort of market. Should it though? Should that value? Valuable. You know, it's the most valuable I mean, player. you're owner of a team. You want to, yeah. What does that mean? Um, it has to translate into wins. And to me, box office, you know, potentially. Three foreign-born players. I think we need to uh, up for the MVP. We, we might have to do a separate podcast on that. Which is what makes Giannis such an impressive player. That's why he's my, he's a guy I decided, you know, I, I chose last year, which was a very difficult decision for me to, you know, to take the crown, right, from LeBron as being the best player in the league because... Did he never it, wore it? No, because, because here's the thing. I am so impressed that he stayed in Milwaukee, yeah. right, and that he brought guys won to Milwaukee, <laughs> won a championship in Milwaukee. He's the most got dominant, and and he's in Milwaukee, right? This yeah, kind of relatively small market. A guy who who Phoenix and then and Indiana Pacer fan, small market guy. I love to I love to see that. I love to. Uh, I mean, I'm we're biased to to maybe what we grew up with, but it is nice to see that loyalty displayed, and it pays off. 
or I mean, you can call it loyalty. Maybe he was just being mindful and self-aware and he realized that like, I, I can, we're close. I can, we've had the best record in the league for a couple of seasons. I can build a championship. I can bring a championship to Milwaukee. I don't need to jump around and reach a specific number. I just want to win a championship with the guys that trusted me, exactly. drafted me out of Greece at a young age in the middle of round one. No one knew his name. And that's something they took a chance. Next thing you know, he's, two-time MVP, possibly three-time MVP, and world champion. How can you not like that guy? They messed up. They messed up by, by letting him get that ring in that confidence last year. That's how we I need see to do it. a mental fitness episode on him. He was sh- like him and his, I think he has more than three brothers, all shared the same basketball shoes when they first started out playing. Yeah, so that's a, that's a situation, exactly. That's a situation of both positive self-awareness and positive situational awareness he's working out he had situational awareness to realize hey these guys have my back you know this front office they're going to take care of me they're going to get guys in here they're going to help me win this championship mm-hmm. and he delivered yeah they got drew holiday which drew holiday early in the playoffs we were like oh and he came on in that last that the finals pretty much chris paul after those first two games pretty much shut shut out so um yeah i think i got yeah i think i got Giannis too i don't think he's gonna win though i think no i think Jokic might win yeah i'd be surprised if Embiid won um but we'll see so so you do you you so you have the bucks out of the east and who's your i'm gonna i'm gonna go like a dark dark horse uh and i i would have actually said golden state earlier in the year something's going on there Um, so, but I don't know. I, I just have this weird feeling about Memphis. There's something about about this team. I know they're young. I don't normally pick young teams in these situations just because, you know, they, 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 you know, Mm. seven games and big stakes, high stakes, but John Morant is so special. He doesn't let the moment get to him. And he has some rough riders. It seems that are just really ready to show out and want to make a big splash this year. And I feel like Phoenix is a, is a target. I think they're okay. So, are you is that who you're gonna pick? Do you know the Grizzlies are 16 and 0 without Jaw? I know it's crazy. They have some 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 killers on their team. So, what about Luca though? Yeah, so he's another one. Let's hear it. He's another one. Now, it's it's for me, it's Memphis versus Milwaukee. Milwaukee wins. I it's crazy it is really crazy and it's going to be interesting because it's like these two smaller markets but yeah you're right lucas scares me as well i think he's definitely poised to you know pull off an upset he's going to somebody's going down he's taking somebody down that man is different that would surprise me like one of these younger guys takes the leap now i think i would my money would be more so with luca and the maps they're playing good ball right now and they They've taken the Clippers to the precipice a couple of times. Bad matchup for them, but they they almost came out on top in those series. So this might be the year they they break through. But but for me, it's it's going to be a rematch of last year. I pay, I think at the beginning of the season, I said the same thing, but I said the Bucks were going to win. I'm switching over. I think the Suns. This is the Sun season. I think they're gonna um, they're gonna win. I think ultimately Giannis is the they're going to be the best player on the court. And the more I start to say that, the more I question my <laughs> my pick. But I think um, something about the way the Suns are playing this year, I think it, it's like completely clicking. I think the biggest thing for me, because they have a better supporting cast overall, better depth, one of the best point guards to ever play the game. Yeah, it, it, yeah. And it, an emerging, emerging young big. But 
I love their wing players and their defense. It's, it's amazing. But if they win, to me, it would be something like the Detroit Pistons from like the year 2004. It would be something akin to that because, you know, that team didn't have like a, like a, like a true alpha superstar. But I hear, no, but this is what, this is what I have to say. Uh-oh. I think the Suns, I think there's someone who is going to emerge and he's going to take the next step. And that's Devin Booker. I think he is it has to happen. going to be that alpha that you're talking about. It has to happen. I think he's going to, I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to outplay Giannis because that's one of the two best players in the world, but he's going to enter into that conversation of one of the best players in the world and lead his team to a championship. With Devin Booker, I, I see all of the tools and talent. Right, he has that Mamba mentality. He talks about a lot, and and he, he's a killer. He can obviously score at a high level, make big plays. I the one thing about Devin Booker though that I've seen this is what he's this is how he's going to prove me wrong is this playoffs because it's the kind of inconsistency. So what LeBron is definitely like the he what he taught me why I value him so much as a fan in terms of just his greatness is the the ability to bring it night in and night out, right? Like LeBron really doesn't have off nights. Like not really, like his off nights are really, you don't know, like average games for most guys. Like he, every night. In the playoffs. Every night you're going to have to deal with him in the playoffs, especially like every night he's coming, you know, and it's like, there's no, there's no inconsistency there. You know, it's just none. It's like every game he's going 35 plus, he's going to, you know, and and this is what I got to see in Devin Booker every yeah. night. And I think he's he's got the team to do it. So I don't think he's gonna he's not gonna have as much pressure on his shoulders like like Luke is gonna have, um, or like Paul George for the Clippers if Kawhi yeah. doesn't come back. I would love to see Kawhi come back, or Steph Curry's gonna have if if that team's not fully healthy. I would love like Clay has had a few good games because I I the Warriors were clicking like they were earlier in the year, and Clay was back to being kind of what 80 percent Clay. And Wiggins was still playing at all-star level, and maybe they had more size. I think I would have gone with the Warriors, and I'm still hoping that that team's going to come together. And I think this Western Conference playoffs and this all overall playoffs is going to be this as much fun as we ever had. You have teams playing in the play-in that could conceivably win the title. The Nets, if Kawhi comes back for the Clippers, who knows? Like any, it wouldn't surprise me. There's, there's, okay. Let's just real quick, we'll end this. What are teams we know that aren't going to win the finals? I'll cross off the Bulls and the Cavs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Hornets, the Hawks. The Hawks made a good run last I like year. Young they're a not going to win. Um, but yeah, they just need more. Um, let's see. Probably not the Pelicans, although Zion's, Zion's coming back. The Jazz. Apparently. The Jazz, the Spurs. Right. Yeah. Um, but there are, they, I still think, I mean, Clippers, I think if, Ka- if Kawhi I think doesn't if come back. Kawhi and Paul George come back, if that were to happen, I think the Clippers have a chance. I think there's a chance. I think Denver has a chance if Jamal Murray oh, comes back. 100%. I think Dallas definitely has a chance. I think Memphis has a ch- obviously has a chance. Phoenix. And I think Golden State. I think Golden State is I think it might be one, two, one year too early for Memphis unless they I, catch I, a break. I know. But, I like, agree. We didn't, But we didn't think the Suns were going to make it. They were still – what were they? The two seed? Yeah. And they – it would take a. It would be like something we haven't probably really seen before. Um, if the Memphis, if Memphis made a that type of run, I don't. I'm not sure we've seen a team with 
just across the board, like all young guys um, make it that far, that that mm-hmm. would be interesting. But well, I mean, we saw the Hawks last year go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, a bunch I, of young guys. Yeah, the Suns. The Suns. Are that would be young, that would actually be pretty. Obviously, cool. Chris Paul. Yeah. But yeah, usually we see the like the Michael Jordan Bulls have to work their way up and not be knocking at the door with the Pistons for a while before they break through. You got to see Giannis and the, and the Bucks kind of slowly break through. Rarely do you see, unless there are these super teams that come together, can win it on the first or second crack at it. So Memphis, this is their second time in the, in the playoffs. The first time as a real kind of contender, they kind of slipped in last year when they beat the Warriors in the play-in. But uh, so I think it might be a year too early for them. It's what I, what I love about them, and, and, and actually now, now, now it reminds me of, of, or now I realize what they remind me of, is that I think it was 2014, you know, when the, the Warriors, right before oh, they yeah. kind of broke through in the championship, um, they were kind of knocking on the they door. Spurs. Yeah, they, they just looked really good. You saw them coming. Um, you, saw, you saw it. You know, you saw Steph, you saw Clay. Draymond and, and, you know, and, and you saw it coming. So that is probably going to be what happens this year. Um, but I would, I just, I, I, I just, I have this feeling about them primarily because again, I just don't see the juggernaut that you, cause you see Phoenix as a juggernaut and you obviously see Devin Booker, Not necessarily. Devin Booker is going to be I that just... guy, which if he is that, if he becomes that guy, then you're right. They, they are juggernaut. I don't see that. So yeah. I'm banking on that not happening and therefore it being wide open for Luca or or John Morant. I think we're in a different era, era of basketball. There's more parity. So we're not going to have the LeBron James as the single guy make the NBA finals, what, nine times in a row or however many times he made it in a row. We're not going to see teams like the Golden State Warriors stick together and, and go for four championships. There's so much more talent, I feel like. And I feel like Unless, I mean, if we're saying Giannis is like LeBron and his ability to, to lift a team, then he could be staring at a repeat of that. But I just feel like it's going to be, I mean, here's someone who I'm predicting the same two teams in the finals back-to-back year. So maybe I am in, still stuck in that kind of legacy-type mindset. But we're, I think we're going to have a bunch of different NBA championships over the next five years is what I'm trying to say. Well, man, listen, um... This has been a great conversation, you know. We, so, who did uh, you have winning the Bucks? We've, we've covered so many different things. I, yeah, no, I've said that, man. I've, I've listened. I've been clear from the beginning. Okay. That that's that's how I see it, and 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 a lot of it too. Like I said, is because I do believe this is Giannis's league now. I love. He's just like kind of the player. He's the ambassador of the kind of international movement in a lot of ways, and uh, I just love his energy. I love his positivity. I think he really is a great sort of role model. Is what the NBA always kind of wanted, you know, in, in, in that that role, that person. I mean, as great as KD is, he's not exactly the role model uh, in, in the, the symbol of positivity that Giannis is. He doesn't have to be that, but yeah. Um, I love how he dominates on both ends, on both ends, you know, and, and really makes that a priority for his team. And basically he's always like doing everything. So LeBron's mantra was always, I want to, basically make my teammates better, you know, with passing and playmaking. That was his thing. With Giannis, it's basically like this athlete that's willing to do whatever it takes to help my team win. It's just what literally yeah. 
you just make whatever sacrifice. It's just like grit and grind, like old school. Yeah. And that's really great. I don't know how I'm going to go for him if he's fully healthy. So I might flip flop, but yeah, great conversation. We might have to split this one up into another podcast for release later since we went a, bit long, a little bit longer in the NBA playoffs. But I think it was a great conversation about awareness and self-awareness. And I, that's, um, that's another one for us. I think we're going to come back next month. I think do a podcast on mixed martial arts or UFC or combat sports and talk specifically about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. So, Hey, listen, I mean, while we're at it, let's listen to stigma and continue the conversation. Boom.